0: Friday, guys we had a 10 game slate to go over if this is your first time watching welcome to my channel again we'll be talking about the nba dfs slate also make videos for nfl daily fantasy sports and prize picks uh they picks are the other sponsor of the video you can use the code DKDFS for a 100 match up to 100 dollars. Uh, if you're not familiar player pop site you build two three four five up to six player pops and win up to 25x your money they offer a lot of different sports so make sure to use that code and take advantage of that free money guys are looking for more in-depth content you can look at my uh patreon a uh, link down below a lot of different packages if you have any questions you can always leave them in the comment section or hit me up on twitter all right uh let's quickly recap last night's so last night uh not a good night for me for dfs and then full tilt mode for prize picks man um was looking to make a hundred dollars uh on my two power pick play well okay so here's what happened the cam makers under or it was gonna go easily under and then uh gets a late touchdown to go over um, and then Van Jefferson had one catch called back due to holding, so he goes under his reception prop by one. Just full pain, man, especially after what happened to me last night with the other night with Clay Thompson, not getting one point to chalk the 25x. Now this, it's like, come on. You, you can't do this to me. Um, DraftKings again, uh, was just forgettable. My first bad night in a while here, um, just the blowout, random blowout in Houston, San Antonio. Both Houston guards decided to not show up in the best possible matchup. It is what it is. So um, did almost take down the showdown now, the the Denver and Portland showdown, thanks to Nurkic Goat. But uh, yeah, that is the recap. Hoping to bounce back here, and let's, talk, let's get right into it. So New York and Charlotte, first game on the Knicks side. I think they're mid-three of Randall, Brunson, and Barrett are all fine plays. Uh, Randall had a massive game last game, definitely was an outlier. Jalen Brunson been playing very well for this team. Um, and RJ Barrett's been a bit quiet little bit scoring dependent, but still getting a good amount of shots up. So they're mid-three, definitely still all in play. Mitchell Robinson's 5K. We know the ceiling's there, I always say. If you consistently roster this guy, it's going to take years off your life. But uh, the ceiling, again, is there. So always have interest in Mitchell Robinson for tournaments. Quentin Grimes is 4-2. He's going to start and probably play around 30 minutes. Not the best part of guy. Did have a good game last game. But, uh yeah i think grimes is fine amando quickly off the bench should play mid-20s minutes i do like the price point on him heart and will play the backup five reddish is out of the rotation again you saw mcbride enter the rotation played 27 minutes he's not the best point for guy either but that extended a bit because of the blowout all right moving on to charlotte so still no lamello still no gordon hayward no dsj no cody martin we know what's happening right now with charlotte and they are giving the starters a lot more run of late you should see close to 40 minutes for both Rozier and Oubre. They are leading the offense. I'm totally fine with either of these guys. Um, I just wish Oubre was playing these minutes earlier in the year when I consistently played him. Mean, he was only playing like 25 minutes, but what can you do? The front of Plumlee and Washington, I think both look pretty good too. Washington, if he stays out of foul trouble, should play low to mid-30s minutes. Mason Plumlee's been playing around 30 minutes a game. I think he looks solid. McDaniel's minutes have ticked up uh, 33, 34, 36 minutes over the last uh, three games. So uh, the whole starting five I have interest in, uh, and not much interest in the bench just because the starters are playing so much of late. Toronto and Orlando, so a little bit of blowout risk here, but if you think the game stays competitive, the main Raptors thing look pretty good. Siakam and Van Fleet probably being my favorite. I do still have some interest in the wings, though, with Barnes and OG. Barnes has been playing very well, but... When the entire team's out, when we play him, no chance. He's busting. Um, Gary Trent Jr. 4.7K. You know, played 33 minutes last game. He is scoring dependent, and another guy that you know consistently roster him. He will hurt you a lot. But uh, when he's having a decent shooting game, he definitely has the ceiling. My boy Chris Boucher played 25 minutes last game, but uh, again, his minutes are up and down. So again, just a tournament dart throw there. And the magic side, not much I like. Bancaro feels priced about right. I know Bull Bull had a really good game. It was it last game, you know, for 42 fancy points. But tough to trust his team right now. Mo Wagner has been playing extremely well. But I just want to mention, when I play him at no ownership against Brooklyn with, like, eight available players, he plays 11 minutes. Now, oh, now he's playing 35 minutes and smashing. Ugh. No, I'm not over that, all right? So, yeah, Mo Wagner probably will be a bit overowned, but he's playable, um, the two guards are fine, Anthony and Fultz. Fultz was extremely bad last game, dealt with some foul trouble. He's, a nice, like, he's an interesting buy low candidate here at 4.8. Again, lost suit to foul trouble. I think he plays over 30 minutes of the game since competitive. So Fultz intrigues me here for GPPs. Washington and Indiana. Um, Got to keep an eye on the KP news. That is huge. Porzingis, um, out my be- a lot of my basketball teams, he's been playing very, very well of late. Um, and yeah, if he's out, it's going to open up a lot. We already know Brad Beal's out uh will barton status up in the air as well now the last game porzingis missed we all thought like gafford was going to start but they ended up going to anthony gill either way gafford should play more and he has been playing more just in general playing a bit alongside kp at times um so either way like gafford um if porzingis is out but if he starts i'm gonna feel i'm gonna like him even better but we all know daniel gafford he's very prone to foul trouble so I can't wait for KP to be out. Gafford to start. We all play Gafford. He picks up two quick ones. That's just bound to happen. Kyle Kuzma's 8-1. If there's no Porzingis, he'll be the clear go-to guy. Would like him. Monte Morris, again, no Brad Beal. He saw minutes increase. I think he looks pretty good. Danny Advia should see more minutes. He played 39 minutes last game. They're just giving the starters a ton of run. Corey Kispert, low usage guy, but he played over 30 minutes. So it would be a lot to like, and if Barton's out too, just solidifies the minutes for these other starters. Um so, yeah, if Anthony Gill starts, I probably can't do it. I would just, again, rather go to Daniel Gafford, uh, even if he comes off the bench, if Porzingis is out. That's assuming Porzingis is out. All right, on the uh, Pacer side, so Myles Turner uh, is questionable. He did play last game, so I'm expecting him to play. Um, and I like his ceiling if he does play at 6.9. Halliburton, I like his ceiling as well. Went for 59 fancy points in 36 minutes. The two main guys, Halliburton and Turner, I think look pretty good. Uh, the rest is where it gets tricky. I mean, you can take shots and guys have healed. After in tournaments, obviously Hard didn't look as good with Halliburton back, right? Uh, Jalen Smith missed last game. I guess if Turner misses, uh, they could start Jalen Smith in the five if they do, would like Jalen Smith. But, yeah, that's kind of it for the Pacers. I guess McConnell, he's 3-4. How many minutes did he play last game? He only played 10 minutes last game, so yeah, probably can't do that. Sacramento, Cleveland, big news is De'Aaron Fox questionable as well as Terrence Davis. If Fox misses, I would guess they start Davion Mitchell. And last time this happened, I mentioned I was like, everyone's going to play Davion Mitchell, but don't forget about Malik Monk. And Davion Mitchell was a letdown, and Malik Monk absolutely smashed. I'm not saying it's going to happen again, but Davion Mitchell would most likely start and probably play close to 30 minutes. He would be a good value, but Malik Monk would still be a good play as well, um, who's a better point for a guy at the two, and has the much higher ceiling. So Those two will get the bump, and Fox is out. And then, you know, more usage for Sabonis, and everyone else in like, the starting lineup would look a bit better as well, but um yeah, Sabonis, 9-3. I don't think he's going to get a ton of ownership, but I do like his ceiling, and they're running their offense through Sabonis. He's getting, like, averaging like eight assists a game over the last five games. So, like Sabonis either way. And then the secondary options look a lot better if Fox is out on the Cleveland side. So big news is Donovan Mitchell status up in the air and he did not go through shoot round. So I think that's a not the best sign that he's going to play. And if he misses, Darius Garland's going to look really good at eight, two in a great matchup already been playing big minutes. So we really like Garland. And then the other starter probably would see Levert move in into the starting lineup would be my guess. Um, and if he does, I think he'd be a solid play at four, four. Chetty Osmond should get more minutes. He would look better at three, nine. Um, the front court uh, with Mobley, Allen, uh, they both look decent. I know Kevin Love, Jared Allen played huge minutes last game. So good amount to like here for Cleveland, especially if uh, Don is out. Atlanta and Brooklyn, so no Murray, no Collins. DeAndre Hunter status up in the air. So Trey Young, probably going to be a very popular play in the slate, but for good reason. They're going to run their offense through Trey Young, so he looks really good at the top. And then the other starter, with no DeJounte Murray, I would guess they go Aaron Holiday. Aaron Holiday uh, played 30 minutes last game. Not the best point for a guy, but it would be a solid value. Um, Capella, you know, he's been splitting minutes with Okongwu, but he's been playing a bit more of late, right? He's been averaging around 30 minutes in competitive games. And then if Hunter is back, I would guess that AJ Griffin moves back to the bench. Jalen Johnson probably stays in the starting lineup for John Collins. He got in massive foul trouble last game, but I think he's a decent value Assuming He continues to start. Um, if Hunter's out, you should see AJ Griffin continue to start, and he would be a good play at four eight. And then Bogdanovich intrigues me at four one. But twenty five minutes last game, um, no Dejounte Murray. I mean, he's going to be a relatively high usage player off the bench. He shot three of sixteen too. So like four one, Bogdanovich definitely definitely catches my eye. Jared Culver's three seven. He probably sees a bit more minutes too. Again, he only saw eighteen minutes last game, but um, would would think he sees over twenty minutes here, especially if DeAndre Hunter's out. I right, Brooklyn's so Brooklyn, a pretty unappealing team with Ben Simmons back. A lot of these guys priced up when Ben Simmons was out, so not a ton to like here. Um, I mean, maybe Ben Simmons himself if he's not in a limit, but yeah, this is this is a tricky one. Um, I really don't have interest in anyone. I guess I mean Joe Harris been playing a lot recently, but you would think one more body in rotation, he probably loses some minutes. And Seth Curry, we know if he knocks down his shots, he has a ceiling. I mentioned him as a possible pivot off chalk. Joe Harris last game, and he went for 36 fancy points. Um, but, yeah, just just tough team to get to anyone. Lakers, kind of the same thing. A lot of these guys priced up from when AD and LeBron were out. Now they're both back. Um, I think if you wanted to play LeBron at 80, that's fine. But there's nothing I like here. On the Philadelphia side, kind of the same thing. I think Embiid, 11-5 is always playable. I like the matchup. James Harden, if he's not on a limit, would probably be my favorite option at a sub-9K price point. So keep an eye on that news. But, Again, Tobias, Shake Milton, these guys priced up from when, you know, Philadelphia is more handed Even if Melton misses, I don't think it does a ton for me. So pretty unappealing game here with Philadelphia and the Lakers. Detroit and Memphis. This Detroit team is just really tricky to break down for DFS purposes. The minutes are all over the place. Production's all over the place. I'm just going to say this. This group of Killian Hayes, Badonavich, Ivy Stewart, Bagley Bay. This grouping is all fine for tournaments. I think my favorite would probably be the guards or Bogdanovich with you know Hayes or Ivy. The minutes have surprisingly ticked down on rookie Jaden Ivy. I don't know why. Killing Hayes has played well of late. Um, yeah, it's just it's a really tricky team to break down. They're they're extending the bench. They're no rhyme or reason to the minutes, so it it's just all kind of tournament plays for me. On the Memphis side. No Bane, Adams status up in the air. Ja, Goat, Morant, we know, again, usage is insane. You went for 66 feints, points in only 30 minutes last game. I like him at the top. Triple J, Brooks, you can always take shots in those guys in tournaments. Conchard feels surprised about right. If there's no Adams, I like Brandon Clark a lot. He would start and probably play around 30 minutes. So keep an eye on Steven Adams news. But outside of Ja, not a ton that stands out. Phoenix and New Orleans, they got absolutely destroyed by Boston last game. Um, Chris Paul back, but he played limited minutes. We'll keep an eye on that. Booker, eight at the top are both fine tournament plays. Neither of these guys have priorities, though. Um, there's not a ton here on, on Phoenix that I like. Some of these guys still priced up from when uh, Paul and Craig were out. So um, let's move on to New Orleans. New Orleans, no Ingram and no Herb Jones. Jose Alvarado status up in the air. Dianne Williams in 9'6". I mean, I'm fine if you want to pay that price point for him. He's gone for over 50 fans points in four of the last five games. He's been their clear go-to guy. He's been playing extremely well. While he's been playing well, CJ's been really struggling. Um, sub 20 feints points now in the last three games, but it's an interesting buy low opportunity here on CJ. Gotten some foul trouble. Minutes have not been great in him, but uh, yeah, he intrigues me for GPPs. No one's going to play him. Trey Murphy, still been playing big minutes, still getting a lot of shots up. 6K, though, that feels priced about right. JV, I want to mention he, had, he has been playing a bit alongside... Larry Nance last game, JV played 28 minutes, Larry Nance played 29, that's something we rarely have seen this year, so I wanted to mention that, if that continues to happen, it's going to make JV look better, it's obviously going to make Nance look better, Dyson Daniels 4-1 feels priced about right, and then I'll mention Najee Marshall, um, went for 30 minutes last game, and um, yeah, I think he's going to continue to probably play mid-20s minutes at a sub-4K price point, looks like a decent value. Minnesota and Utah, so revenge game right here for Gobert, The question here is, is Anthony Edwards going to continue to average 27 steals a game without Carl Anthony Towns? I mean, it's absolutely insane. Five steals, three blocks, six steals, six steals. It's it's not going to continue. It's wild, wild stuff. But, yeah, I mean, I think the main guys from Minnesota look pretty good in a good matchup here. Ant, D'Lo, Gobert. Gobert, again, revenge game. Also Dallas in foul trouble last game. I think he plays about mid-30s minutes in this game. Um, so I do like Gobert. I like, Ant. I like D Lo. D dealt Dallas in foul trouble only put 28 minutes last game. So basically the main guys from Minnesota, I think all look pretty good. Uh, Noel should still see probably like mid twenties minutes off the bench. He's going to come off the bench and Chuck, he's still fine. Uh, slow-mo McDaniels are viable in the, on the wings. Um, uh, McDaniels, if you say this out of foul trouble, play a ton, but this guy is always, always in foul trouble. Uh, Nas Reed to play the backup five. He's fine at 4k. Good point per minute guy. McLaughlin's three-five. Um, he should play probably around twenty minutes. He's playable, but yeah, really, I, I think a good amount to like here on Minnesota on the Utah side. Kind of the same thing. i will keep an eye on you. So no Sexton. We don't know the stats of Conley and marketing. If Conley and marketing are out, I would guess they start Clarkson, Beasley, Vanderbilt, Olynyk, Kessler's kind of a bigger lineup. Um, but they could throw maybe a guy like NAW in the starting lineup who played a lot last game. So, yeah, these two guys are out. I mean, Clarkson and Olenek already have been playing big minutes. They would just look even better. Beasley would start and play 30-plus minutes. He would look pretty good. Walker Kessler, best tournament played slate last game. Smashed if he starts. I think he's a good play at 4-2. So, a good amount to like here for Utah if Conley and Markin are are out. Now, if they're both um, in, then... (coughs) Sorry about that. Then... um, I don't know if there's a ton that would stand out because you'd most likely get the starting lineup of Conley, Clarkson, one of Beasley, Vanderbilt, uh, Olinik, uh, Markinen. Um, so then I think, you know, the main guys would all be playable, but I don't know if there'd be any standouts. Then again, Nikhil Alexander Walker played a ton last game. Don't know if that happens again because the previous game he played three minutes. All right, final game, Milwaukee Dallas. This one should be fun to watch. We got Giannis versus Luka. Giannis in the combo, 12-3. Solid play at the top. Adelson uh, foul trouble last game. Middleton, Drew. I think Drew would probably be the guy if I had to pick one. Um, don't really know if there's anyone else, though, that I like on Milwaukee. And finally, Dallas. Luka Doncic, 13K. I mean, if you have enough salary to get him in there, I'm not going to talk you off him. Um, so if you want to get to Luka, that's fine. Wood, Dinwiddie, eh. I think my next favorite play would be Tim Mardo Jr. The question, or the issue is he's scoring pennant and he's been shooting very well of late. Um... So, I don't think he's going to continue to play this well, but the minutes, he should see around 30 in competitive games, so Hardaway Jr., definitely playable. If you wanted, like, a cheap, cheap play, Maxi Kleba's 3-5, a 3 and d guy that probably plays in mid-20s minutes. So, if you're going up to get a guy like Giannis or Luka, you might consider a guy like Maxi Kleba. All right, guys, so that's going to wrap it up the video. Again, if you haven't enjoyed the content, make sure to like, subscribe, and hit the notification bell. I'll see you guys all in the next one.